You've got a vision. You've got an idea. You've worked hard, but nothing's moving forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible, the show that helps you to believe, conceive, and achieve. Your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman, Hollywood producers, authors, and parents with over 30 years of entertainment experience, want to help guide you through the practical steps it takes to get your idea off the ground. Your vision, should you choose to pursue it, is possible. Get ready to be empowered in three, two, one. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Vision Possible. I'm Butch Hartman with my beautiful, glorious wife, uh, Julianne Hartman. And we're, uh, it is Julianne Hartman. Am I correct? Yes, it is. Okay, that's good. I'll make sure that's your name. That is your, always your name. And I'm going to get that right. right every well, I'm time. your girlfriend. Your wife is somebody else. Oh, my God. Don't <laughs> now see you say that. People are going to get they're going to get the wrong idea. That's I'm just a, kidding. Uh, but hey, listen, your wife should be your girlfriend, too. Right. Don't you think that's a whole different topic? Yeah, we could do that. Right. Well, that's a whole different topic. Because I mean, husbands and wives should treat each other like it's their first ever dates. You know, I think so. Why not? You know why? I, I know the things are happening. You know, can happen in relationships, but with family and all that. But why can't you just keep your relationship fresh like it was new when the first time you laid eyes on that person? Oh, I love it. I think that's you perfect. Know? Yes, that's perfect. And in fact, we're going to do it starting today. You yes. I mean? Okay. So go. I'm going to hold you to it. To everybody, I'm going to give you updates every week if Butch is still holding me, holding no, holding to it, and then you can tell them if I'm not. Which, exactly. Yeah. I'll, oh, I'll be sure to report it. I know you will. But listen, though, I just wanted to say that Vision Possible Agora was amazing. We had a conference in Agora Hills. Yes. And it was and June 28th and 29th. It went fantastic. It was amazing. And so I just want to tell everybody who came out that is listening that um, thank you for coming, and I know you got a lot out of it. And there will be more, and so you have to stay tuned to see when we're going to come back and do it again in our area. But we're headed now towards more like the South in the next couple months. Yeah, we've taken this conference everywhere. We're going to go maybe Tennessee, maybe Florida. We're yeah, we've got, we've got yeah, a few like back North, to Illinois. North Carolina, back to Illinois. So we're doing yeah. a lot, but we just want you guys to be a part of it. So, you know, always make sure that you are emailing us questions. We always want questions, right, Butch? <laughs> questions are good. Well, that's how we find out what you guys are looking for, what kind of information that you are wanting from us, or just any kind of knowledge or wisdom or anything. So that's why we want to hear from you. And then we'll bring people in to answer the questions, Yes. Too. That's what we'll do. We want to make sure everybody gets their questions answered. So you guys, please keep in touch with us. Now, we have a special guest in the yes, studio Yes, speaking today. of bringing people in, we have a very special guest today, all the way from Louisville, Texas. Now, Louisville, Texas... Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, that's, uh, I know, now I've heard of Texas, I've heard of Dallas and Austin, but where's Louisville? Well, Louisville is actually the north part of Dallas. Okay. Part of the Metroplex area. And what is your name, young man? Thank you for coming in today. Uh, Rich Van Winkle. Rich Van Winkle. Right. This yes. is Pastor Rich Van Winkle, yes. and he is from the Shepherd's House in Louisville, Texas. We've been there many times. Yeah, we are. And he's we Pastor love Rich that is, church. We do. And he's one of our dearest friends, and he's a, a recent friend. We, we just met you about, about a year and a year half, and half ago. A year and a half, yeah. About a, about a year and a half ago, and we um, uh, struck up a conversation. We were staying at a Bible college at a, la- at a lodge. And you thought we were another couple, and we were, you yeah. were supposed to meet us, and uh, we ended up just uh, striking up a friendship, and we've been down to his church uh, a few times, and just got to know your family, and you've got a beautiful family, and uh, we just are, you're staying at our house yeah, now in California. Yeah, we're staying now. Part of our family out here. We're having a great time with it. Well, amen. We're, we're just glad to have you here. And uh, what I love about Pastor Rich is he's a guy, he's from Texas. You're from Texas originally? 
Kansas. Kansas. I'm a Kansas boy. You're a Kansas boy. Yeah. But Dorothy, how the heck did you Dorothy end up in Texas? <laughs> <laughs> Your wife is Dorothy from Kansas. That's funny. Does she have red shoes too? No, she actually doesn't. I, I need to buy her. <laughs> She's a pair. actually Dorothy she, from Kansas. I she can't. needs she really red is. sparkly <laughs> shoes. <laughs> well, listen. What I love about Pastor Rich. Pastor, it's funny. He's got this great church called the Shepherd's House. We said that, but when you go into that church, I just always feel. I really feel the presence of God in that church. I really, really do. I've been in, Yes, I, every time we've gone. And it's not a mm-hmm. fancy schmancy mm-hmm. church. It's a really nice, humble little church. But you just really feel the presence of God there. See, that's I, why the, yeah. the presence of God is not in all... I mean, hey, listen, screens are good, right? But the presence of God are not in the screens. They're not in the... The whatever the yeah, the skinny jeans, the skinny and jeans, the smoke what? machine. It doesn't matter. You right. can wear skinny right. jeans, but <laughs> it's not in all the bling. It's not in all the the fanfare. The, the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Lord, is in us, and whoever comes into the place brings that presence That's in right. there. Amen. Amen. That's right. So, what do you know, um, Pastor? Uh, thanks for being here. We I know I wish we had seven days to talk to you on the show here, but I want to get to you as quick as possible. We talk about vision on this show, mm-hmm. and what can you really uh, talk about as far as vision goes? What do you think as far as people let's say christians and and and, um who are following the lord some see their vision realized and some don't what do you think might be a a cause for that one of the things about vision is god is a god of vision he had a vision before he ever created anything and 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 we're made in his image and likeness so humanity is created with imagination with vision everything we see is coming out of somebody's vision yeah and um one of the, the biggest uh, reasons people don't follow their vision is because of risk. You, uh, you, you have to step out and believe the vision you have. And, and there's always vision stealers out there. Oh, yes. Well, you know, <laughs> yes there are. They don't have your dream, and, and they're trying to get you uh, to fit into what their vision is. And if you let that happen, you, you will let those dream stealers steal your dream. And, and I've just purposed that I won't let someone steal my dream because they don't, they, see, if they don't see your vision, they're going to try and get you into their vision. You're and, right. And there's always been, all through all history, uh, when the light bulb, well, you can't create a light bulb. Well, man can't fly. Well, man can't do this. You, because, can't, you can't have a horseless carriage. That's right. crazy. Because yeah. they, they don't have the vision. And, and what I've seen people, two things. Number one is they don't take the risk to step into their vision and number two is they let others talk them out of it yes it's like well why would you want to do that you've got a good job you've got this you've got that right and and um and and you're really taking a big risk you sure that's what you want to do that's right 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 right. or somebody is um you know this is sounds horrible but it's true someone else's vision well it's going to what i'm going to say somebody else's vision may be a lot smaller than yours and they want to keep you down because they're like wait i don't want you to get ahead of me competition yeah everybody looks I work in Hollywood and we live in Hollywood. Everyone looks at your success as their failure. Right. I didn't achieve that. I'm not worthy. You know, it's Mm -hmm. very hard to work in a place like Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I've learned is, is that you have a vision. Someone says you're out of your mind. But the truth is, you're out of their mind. Yes. And, and they're trying I to get you that. into their mindset. Wait, say that again. So they think you're out of your yeah, mind. They'll tell you, to you, for instance, you say that. For instance, Edison, going to do the light bulb, says, people will say, well, you're out of your mind. But the truth is, he's out of their mind. Because uh, their they mindset can't, they can't, can't grasp far, right? what's in his that. mind. So what happens is then, 
those mindset people will try and pull you into their mindset. Yes. And, and everybody that's out of the box, everybody that follows their vision is going to be out of other people's mind. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and what happens is if you cave in to their mindset, then you'll lose your vision. Amen. Wow, I love that. And, and instead of, you know, like we was, at, we was at Disney yesterday. Okay. And the Dude. thing I like about Walt Disney was he had a vision. Oh, yeah. And he, he pursued that vision. Yeah. Even, and, and even if this, and he failed because he went to California, they stole this stuff from him. Yep. That's when he began to doodle and draw Mickey Mouse. Yep. And one of the statements he said was that he said, you know, I think everybody should fail at least once. To fulfill well, their I vision. Well, I fit into that category. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think J.C. Penney went bankrupt three times. Well, look how look how someone, and I absolutely, but look at like Walt Disney, how many lives he changed because of his vision. Yeah. Like, he changed my life because his vision, when I was a kid, gave me a vision to want to draw cartoons just yeah. like he was producing. Yeah. And so that affected the entire course of my life. I never would have met my beautiful wife right over there. Yeah, no, and then our daughters as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that just the generations to come. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't have met us. I That's never would have right. met you exactly. That, which is what it's all been leading to. And right? our life would have That's never right. been fulfilled. Amen. You know, the thing about vision is, it's always not about yourself. Right. Really, real vision. Even if you're not a Christian, but man's made with vision. Even um, people that may not be Christians that are billionaires because of their vision uh, give greatly into charity. Right. Yeah. Most of them do. They and, do. And, and so, a vision affects other people if, if it's a vision just for yourself for me that's not a real vision a real vision involves something that's going to affect other people yes, and i think god's made it that way yes yeah. I agree. And, and even even unborn again people operate under that that same because we're still made in his image yeah and and they uh, henry ford when he when he created the automobile look how that's affected the, the world. Look how the Wright brothers changed the world. Changed yes. the world through air. And changed so, the world. So yeah. all these visions are literally are, are the light bulb, it telephone, everything changes the world. It changes the course of the course. Of, I mean, without the air airplane, look at the limitations people had. Well, now look at the Which, look yeah, at the yeah. phone, yeah. the, the phone. cell phones. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that has yeah. changed everything, and social media has the, changed the, everything. The, the cool yet scary yeah. thing yeah. to me is, as amazing as the phone is, like the smartphone and and the internet and everything. There's something coming that's going to blow that away. I, I don't know. know. I don't know what it is. I wish we would come be, up with that. Yeah, I wish. We could, yeah, <laughs> let's come up with it now. Why hey, we're all about yeah. vision, right? Yeah, we should be coming up with something. Let's do it. But, but, I'm all for it. But look what the, what the technology can do. Let's say God comes in a certain area with great glory and great power. Yeah. That can be, that go, go viral in a matter of minutes. And that's yes. what the Bible says. The Bible says when that happens, every yeah. eye will see it. Didn't the Bible that, say something like yes. that? It'll, it'll, yes. Everyone's going to see it. So the only way to do that is yeah. to have the, the phones that we have. Well, you know, like that. it says in the fullness of time, Christ came. And it took God 4,000 years to make everything ready for him to come. He could have not have come at any other time to be the Messiah. Right. And, and I think now for the, the gospel to hit the earth so fast, everything's prepared for it. Wow. 
I mean, think about that. Yeah. We've almost come close to the fullness of time when the world's going to be evangelized. I believe it with all my heart. I know you've told me that many times, and you've talked about um, you talk about revival quite a bit too. Uh, give us your thoughts on that on, on revival, because Christians always talk about revival. I think very few Christians know what it is. Yeah, they all. I think they they sell. You know, they, they buy the T-shirts and they go, "Wow, revival!" Well, yeah. And they go, "What? What? Wait, what does that actually yeah. mean?" No, so maybe you, you can give us your little your definition. Here's my best definition: It's the church becoming normal. Normal. Okay. Like the book of Acts. Okay. What happened was the kingdom of God came on the day of Pentecost by the Holy Ghost. The very kingdom that's in heaven had come. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. And the kingdom of God came, the glory came with the Holy Ghost. Hmm. And, and Jesus said, the glory the Father gave me, I will give to my church. And that happened on the day of Pentecost. The church was unified. In one day, 3,000 people came to the Lord. One day. Wow. And then multitudes kept being added unto the Lord. And, and, uh, and that was God's vision released to us. It was Him who said, the Holy Spirit will come. It was Jesus who said, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. Right. So He envisioned us. And, and when that happened, it was interesting. Peter said about the prophet Joel, he said, oh, this is that. So it wasn't like he was meditating on a prophet Joel for 10 days. It was like when it happened, he said, this is what the scriptures wow. talked about. Okay. And I believe we're in that day. I believe we're going to, things are going to happen. And all of a sudden we're going to say, this is what God was talking about. Yeah. And we're in an amazing day. And about revel, uh, revival, a revival is when communities, cities, nations become God conscious. I mean, God is there. And, and in fact, when I was going to Melodyland here in the 70s, the Lord spoke to me and showed me vision of His glory, that His glory would come and unify the church again. Mm. So I've got this vision of one unified church worldwide, because right now there's 43,000 denominations. Wow. 43,000. 43,000 worldwide. Can we name them all right now? No, I can name a bunch of them, but not 43,000. <laughs> so, so, Pastor, when did, when did that start happening? When did, it, when did man start taking their own interpretation and start their own denomination? I think from day one. I mean, I mean was that... Well, I, I'll tell you what happened to the church. Because um, until the, the Gentiles got saved, the church was unified, was unity. Right. Okay. And if you follow church history, once the Gentiles got saved, the church never was unified again because you always had the Judaizers and the, and the Christians and, and yep. they, were, they, were, they were going back. And I'm talking about the the Christians who were Christians, but the, in Galatians where Paul had to say, what is wrong with you? You can't come back under the law to be fully saved. And that was the division in the church that started the division. And then it just kept dividing. The Byzantines come along, the Catholics, and it's just the church just kept splitting and splitting and splitting well, all every, over every doctrine. Man, every man wants to be God and have his own rules. That's and, right. And God, people are such so, a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. We, so, we so, certainly are, aren't we? Yeah. But, you know, God knew that. But the good news is it's, it's not even about the church or the world. It's about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. God is going to exalt His Son in these last days hmm. by the Holy Ghost. And that's what glory does. And, and man's out of the picture then. It's like you either agree and go with Him, or you're going to be against Him. Mm -hmm. And it starts with the church. So you're even saying, this is going to be weird for people to think about, even a town like Hollywood, oh. a town like Las Vegas, they're going to become God conscious. Yes. That's what revival means. Yes. Could you imagine Hollywood becoming God? I'm talking... Yeah. I'm talking God conscious, you know, that, that right. the, the Jesus Christ conscious. Yes. Isn't that amazing to think about? Well, think about that's God's heart. Wow. And, and, and 
he loves all of us and desires that none should perish. And, you know, lost is lost, found is found. I don't care if you're lost going to church, being a good person or out there in the world, you know, lost is lost. Mm-hmm. And, and it's about the Lord Jesus Christ being exalted over the devil, over humanism, over every everything else. Yeah. Um, when you follow revivals, communities became God conscious. When I, the, the Hebrides revival, I, I met some people in that revival who were still alive. And where did that revival take place? In 48 to 50, up to 54, 57. Was that in Scotland? In Scotland, in the Scotland. Isle of Lewis. Okay, right, right, right. And, and I asked them, I said, what, what was it like? And they said the presence of God was everywhere. On the whole island. Wow. Now, how big was the island back then? Uh, it was probably... Um, like the size of Hawaii or... Isle of Lewis is about 70 miles long. Okay. And 50, 60 miles wide. So it's not real big. The size no. of a town, basically. Yeah, yeah. basically. Wow. Uh, the largest city there is Stoneaway. It, it probably has... 20, 30,000, maybe 30,000 people. And so revival hit that island in the It 40s. hit the whole island. Wow. And, and, and the thing was is that they said that the, the people would get out of the, they called the drinking houses, which we would call a bar. Right in the middle of taking a drink, they'd just walk out and go to the nearest church or whatever, and they'd get saved. People wow. were getting saved out in the fields because the presence of God was everywhere. Wow. That's revival. It's not a, a move of God can affect um, you know, certain people. Right. But it won't, it won't change the community. You can have, for instance, Billy Graham came to Los Angeles, to Dallas a few, before one of his last crusades. Right. Well, the whole city, you know, it became evangelistic conscious. Billy Graham's coming and churches work together. But when the crusade was over, you know, Dallas-Fort Worth just kept being Dallas-Fort Worth. Right. That's, that's, that's a man's evangelism efforts. And some people get saved. It's a good thing, but it's not glory. Hmm. When God comes on the church, the whole community will start getting saved. We're talking about Los Angeles. Doesn't matter. God's bigger than that. Of course. Yeah. Go back to the Azusa Street Revival and see what happened here. Well, Affected the whole world. That was in 1901? Right 1905. Something 1905. Yeah. yeah. Right here in Los Angeles. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't researched it enough to know, like, how long did it last? Three and a half years. Okay. And, and then man it, got in there and messed the whole thing up. Like kind of, what's oddly is the, uh, the length of time Jesus Christ was ministering on earth. About That's three right. And, yeah. about three That's and about and three and a half years. <laughs> yeah. Wild? yeah. Yeah. But I really believe this time it's an end time in harvest. And oh yeah, I, I think, you know, some of your, your uh, people in Hollywood will probably become some of the greatest Christians. I believe it too, being the greatest evangelist, you know, because they're Absolutely. so, they're used to being bold and on stage yeah. and being able to, you know, that's, that's what I, I just know that, you know, people want, especially outside of LA, you know, want to reject us. And, um, I really wish they wouldn't. And the people we're talking to now that's speaking to the choir cause they're from in LA, but well, we know the Bible says, if you follow yeah. me, the world's going to hate you, but don't worry because yeah. it hated me first. That's but right. I think they will be that's the right. greatest people. And, I and, think so too. and, but that's why we need people to support us and not try to reject us because Absolutely. we're humans too. And we're people. And just because we chose a, a profession of entertainment doesn't mean that we're of the devil and we're bad people, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the mindset of the church that has it's really bad but i wanted to ask you when when you you keep saying the 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 last days Mm -hmm. when did the last days start on the day of pentecost you believe that's that's when the last when so two thousand years two thousand years ago ago. we entered into the last days okay because the last days speaks of the the time when the holy spirit's ruling and bringing the the whole world to the return of christ Hmm. and we're in those last days Uh, the 
evidence, one of the greatest evidence is when, when uh, Israel became a nation, 1948. Okay. Because that's one of the, the, the powerful signs of the, the end is near. So that's been, what, 70-some years ago, but 71 years ago. So there are signs that's showing us we're much closer than we were 2,000 years ago to the Lord coming back. Mm -hmm. And one of those great signs is if Jesus said he cannot come until the world's evangelized. And the world cannot be evangelized through a 43,000 denomination church. So the Holy Spirit has to bring the glory of God and unite the church to Christ his head again. And as that happens, there's going, the church will become one, pulled out of all denominations to become one church mm-hmm. under the headship of Christ. And so that's the greatest event that we're going to begin to witness. And then cities become God conscious. So your vision, like because we, we talk about vision on this show, yeah. your vision is to see this happen. I Absolutely. Mean, in, in your, you think it'll happen in your lifetime? Yes. I, I, well, the Lord showed it to me in, in a vision. Uh, in 1978. So you had a vision in 1978. And yeah. I, I wish we had more time because you've had, you've met Jesus several times, like, like yes. a lot of times yeah. in your life. He's yeah. walked right up to you and he's come up to you and he's, uh, you know, said, said things yeah. to you and guided you. And then uh, yeah. we should have my on for a part two, I think. I think, think we should yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also to tell them how, what, when the, you first heard the Lord speak to you, when you had a visitation okay. from him. Well, I was actually five years old in Kansas and, and I was out fishing in my little ditch of water that my grandpa would put a rubber fish with a metal end on it and I'd be using my magnet to catch oh, it's a fake fish fake fish <laughs> a little magnet oh that's and uh, all of a sudden the Lord himself Jesus put his hand on my shoulder wow and and with his right hand which is significant but anyway it means his authority and he said I son I've called you to preach my gospel wow so I met Jesus when I was five years old face to face it was an amazing encounter and, and unfortunately I walked away a few years but he's always come and revealed himself back to me but he knew you'd walk away he told me I would wow see I love that because you said he always would come back and reveal yeah. himself to you yeah. that's why you know people think that you know you've given up on God God's given up on you that's all a, that's a lie he never gives up he on never us. gives I mean you might give up on him but he doesn't give so up on you so even when you have no vision for yourself God still has a vision he for does you. Do you agree with that his vision for us is greater than ours wow but if we connect with his vision for us then it becomes my vision too there you go and when I, then it's an agreement with the Holy Spirit. And when you get into that agreement, then he fulfills his faithful is he that calls you faithful is he that will fulfill it. Amen. We just have to agree with the vision. You know, uh, we uh, got to get wrapping up here, but I want to talk about his uh, church again. It's yes. Like the Shepherd's House in Louisville, Texas, right? Yes. And yeah. also, I know that you are And you guys are going to be there. Yes, we are. We're going to be there next week. Yeah. Um, no, actually, it's it's this week that we're there. We're, yeah. So This coming week. Yeah, yes. yeah exactly. 19th so and 20th. Yeah. Of, yes. of July. Of yes. July. Yes. So, um, but, but you are live on Facebook every Sunday, correct? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So you can go to their Facebook page, which is the Shepherd's house, Louisville, Texas. Mm-hmm. Also too, you can go to their website and find all their information is uh, the shepherd at uh, TSH Louisville.com. And that's Lewis L E W I S V I L L E. So yeah. yes. T is like in Tom. Jerry Lewis. That's how yes. Jerry Lewis spells T is in yeah. Tom. Yeah. S is in shepherd. Right. H is in 
Hallelujah. Amen. Louisville.com. And so please go check that out because I really honestly, I believe that it will change your life to hear his teachings. You can go back and on Facebook and find all of his teachings as well. So, mm-hmm. Well, uh, Pastor Amen. Rich, you're, you're a spiritual dad to me and I've only known you for a year and a half. So thank well, you. Me well, too. Thank you. Thank you. Me well, too. Well, you too. Don't leave me fatherless. I get him first. I get him first. No, but we want to thank you for coming on today. It's I, I know that, um, you know, the things you have to share are so vast and so awesome. They're so deep. They really are. Yeah. For and, a 24 minute show. And just what this man's done with what I've seen him do with healing in an audience, healing people without even touching them, just saying the word of God to them. And I see them get healed miraculously. Amen. Um, we got to have you back on for a part two. Would you agree to come back on? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I well, love it. That. All right. We'd have you do that. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, Julianne, what, what do you want to leave us with today, Julianne? What would you like to say to the people? Well, I just want to say that I believe that like Pastor Rich said, you know, God has given everyone a vision. And I really, that's what our heart is. We want to see people get it out of them because sometimes you want it, but you don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's what Vision Possible, Butch and I and the whole team is trying to do, is trying to pull that out of you. Yeah. Because wouldn't it, be a, wouldn't it be horrible if you, the things that God gave you to do never came to pass on this earth? Mm-hmm. He, he put you on this earth for a purpose and a reason. And wouldn't it be sad if you didn't exist on this earth? Your, your vision that God gave you never existed. So that's why we want to help. That is what our heart is. And so help us do that. Let's hear from you. Mm-hmm. Please go to our website. Uh, well, actually, you can find us on Facebook. Right, you, Facebook. Uh, you can write us a, a question at Ask Vision. Uh, excuse me. It's Vision Possible Questions at gmail.com. Vision Possible Questions at Gmail. Write us a question there or check us out on Facebook. But guys, or you can just go to visionpossibleconference.com and everything is on there as well. You'll find us somewhere. You're going to find us. Or just go to Butch Amen. and Julianne Hartman on Facebook there you go. and you'll find us. So thank you guys so much. And uh, we just want to make your, your vision, vision possible. possible. See you later. Thanks for listening to Vision Possible. We want to hear from you. Please email us your questions at visionpossiblequestions at gmail.com. It's your vision. Now go make it possible.